from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Jordan Stahl, the captain, is back. Is Brett Pesci on the way out? A former Carolina Hurricane might see himself in a cane sweater once again. Plus, Durham Bulls, we have beer, but do we have coffee now too? We'll hit that more as we get into the daily checkdown. Let's get to number five. All right, Chris, some NBA news. NBA free agency starts at 6 p.m. this Friday. And the next day, NHL free agency hits. All the free agency taking place. But a guy who's a free agent, former Duke player, Jabari Parker, is getting a workout, a free agent workout. Didn't play this past season. A couple years ago, only played 12 games with the Boston Celtics. But he's getting a tryout with the Phoenix Suns. He's working out amongst a couple other guys, but... You talk about a young man who had a lot of promise when he was drafted number two overall by the Milwaukee Bucks in 2014. We should be talking about this as like, hey, a young 28-year-old who's had a really great career and is still blossoming as he's approaching age 30. Unfortunately, it's been bad knee injury after bad knee injury for that guy. Yeah, I mean, if you go back to his third year in the the league, uh, 2016, 2017, Mm -hmm. he had injuries, but he only played um, uh, 51 games out of that year. But he did average 20 points per game, shooting 49%. Right? Yeah. So just imagine if uh, he never got injured at the clip that he did and, and he wasn't quote-unquote damaged goods in the NBA. Him and Giannis Antetokounmpo basically growing up together, becoming superstars together. Jabari Parker was one of those guys that folks were looking at as a potential, maybe one of the next, the next Grant Hill. An all-star level player who could do a little bit of everything mm-hmm. on the court, and that's one of that's one of the uh, reputations he had uh, coming into Duke. That's the reputation he had coming out of Duke and his uh, one year at Duke. And uh, a lot of folks were hoping that that's what he'd end up being. And so we could be talking about a completely the narrative could be completely different in the NBA right now when it comes down to who is the dynasty and all that, just simply because of this one guy. Uh, being injured imagine him and Giannis just kind of taking over the league but um, I'm happy for him that he's going to get this tryout with the Suns hopefully there's still something there hopefully there's something to still give to the league remember too we just talked about it he was compared to Grant Hill Grant Hill found second life in the NBA playing with the Suns and had a pretty long end of the end of uh, his career and he was able to extend it just simply because he figured out how to use his game to play other parts of the game. He played better defense. He was able uh, to contribute with passing and and, and doing other things to, to kind of keep himself uh, relevant and staying in the league. And uh, maybe Jabari Parker gets a little bit of a chance to at least have a few more years added to his career as well. Yeah, six foot eight power forward and just, again, a player that dealt with a lot of injuries. You look at just the number of games played. Did Again, didn't play at all this past season, wasn't signed to a team. But in 21-22, played just 12 games for the Boston Celtics. The year before, between Sacramento and Boston, played just a combined 13 games in that season as well. The year before that, now it was a COVID-shortened season, so a little bit of, you know, I'll give him a little bit of a grace in, uh, in 2019-2020, but played just 38 games that season. Uh, I hope I hope it lands. I hope it works out. But... It's just one of those situations that we often see of a, of a young player with a lot of promise just 
injury after injury after injury and uh, in, in, in major parts of your body. Again, knee injuries are yeah. a lot harder to come back from again because the, the 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 jump the the spring it's different than maybe a wrist injury or something along those lines. Uh, once the legs go, it's hard to recover. This is this is my big concern with Lamelo Ball with the multiple ankle injuries that he's had early in his career. I hope there's no long term impact of that and that he's able to have a fully and healthy career. Uh, but Jabari Parker getting a shot once again. We'll see what he's able to do moving and, forward. And here's something with Jabari too. Like if you take away like the two Celtics years and the two Kings years, right? Everything before that, the what seven years uh, of NBA that he's shown us before that when he wasn't injured, when he was on the floor, he produced, man. Yeah, like he he produced, and mm-hmm. you know he never uh, of those years. His worst year as far as uh, point scoring was his was his rookie year, where in that year he only only played twenty five games. Uh, but that's when he's uh, averaged 12.3 points per game. But other than that, you're talking about 20 points, 14 points, 15 points, 15 points, 14. Like the guy produced and uh, you hope that he gets a good shot with the uh, with the Phoenix Suns and hopefully has an elongated career. Next up. One of the four, all of the four or half of the four. Something that's really cool happening here locally. I know, Chris, the, the Durham Bulls have their own beer, which is super cool. Um now we're getting a Durham like a, a a Durham Bulls coffee. They're actually the Durham Bulls, Chris, are partnering with Derby Coffee Roasters, which is a, a local Durham uh, coffee shop, and they're developing a medium roast that's actually from Brazil with notes of chocolate and nougat for a juicy, balanced body. <laughs> Gotta love that, Chris. But it's pretty cool that we're seeing the Durham Bulls and uh, a, another local business partnering together to give us something a little bit unique that, again, we don't see a lot of professional organizations doing this, but here locally we've seen R&D Brewing have uh, with beers with the Carolina Hurricanes, with the Durham Bulls. We've seen partnerships as well with with NC State, App State, and other universities. And now we're seeing a coffee, you know, with the, with the Durham Bulls name attached to it. I think this is super cool, even for someone who doesn't drink coffee. Yeah, same here. I'm not a, a big coffee drinker, uh, but if they end up doing a tea, sign me up. I drink oh, tea. Okay. I'll definitely take that. But I think this is definitely on brand for the Durham Bulls, right? It's a locally owned company, mm-hmm. right? But Capital Broadcasting. Yeah. This Capital Broadcasting isn't, you know, uh, based in New York and, and they have like an office down here in Raleigh and they send people down every once in a while uh, to make sure they're doing all right in Raleigh. No, like the corporate offices are in Raleigh. The people who own it, the people who operate this are in Raleigh. And you could probably walk around and, and see them all the time, which uh, same goes for, you know, the people who run the Durham Bulls who are part of Capital Broadcasting. So it's great that they're uh, using that to help out with other local businesses uh, to continue to um, to collaborate on different types of merchandise to extend the brand yeah. of not only their team, but other local brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's huge. And that's one of the the cool things about this area yeah you don't have that in a lot of areas nope. where uh people really sink their teeth into what's local mm-hmm. and that's one of the cool things about living here uh is that people love to support what's coming out of here locally and it's great that the durham bulls are doing their part and helping out with that it's it's the uh bulls blend is the name of the coffee it's a partnership again with Dur- with derby coffee roasters so it's roasted right here in durham uh or here in the triangle in durham north carolina all right let's go to number three. One, two, three. so a lot of expectations this upcoming season for number one overall pick bryce young and the carolina panthers in the sense chris that 
he's already basically been named the starter for this upcoming season. He's QB1. Yeah. And we haven't even hit training camp yet. That's a lot of pressure to put on a first-year quarterback. But one of the greats, one of the best to ever do it in a Panthers uniform, Steve Smith, makes a comparison to not, not saying that he's exactly Drew Brees, but what about Bryce Young reminds him of Drew Brees. Bryce Young reminds me of Drew Brees in essence of shoulders up and anticipation and knowing his own deficiency. When you, a guy already knows his own deficiency, I'm rooting for him because he's not trying to be something he isn't. He says, hey, this is what I am. This is what I'm not. I'm going to stay in this category. I'm going to stay in this area, this area that I believe that I know well and I could perform in. Bryce Young is not going to throw you a 70-yard bomb off his back foot like Aaron Rodgers has ever done. Right. But he will he will drop some dimes out there. In that 0 to 22-yard area that you're going to go, I don't care how tall he is or he is not. That was a shut the front door. That was a damn dime. One of the things that's going to be interesting about uh, Bryce Young is is how how the fan base is going to react to it, right? Because for so long, you got so used to somebody like um, Cam Newton, who's just a big play guy. Yeah, He's either going to run you over or he's going to just toss it 70 yards to Ted Ginn or to Steve Smith himself, and there's going to be a long touchdown uh, right there. there. There's so much that Cam Newton did that was just highlight worthy. And not that Bryce Young won't have that. And I mean this in the best way possible, but Bryce Young is going to be a little bit more boring of a player. He's going to be more of a boring player than what yeah. Cam Newton was, right? And, and boring is good in, in a lot of ways, right? Yeah, because boring if it's you know productive. that he's going to take those five, 10-yard checkdowns. You know that he's going to make the safe throw. And he's probably going to have a higher completion percentage, probably going to throw for more touchdowns and things like that. So it's going to lead to excitement. Uh, but Bryce Young has shown already on the highest level uh, in high school, he got it done, modern day high school in, in uh, California. That's just like playing at a college uh, because of the, the level of competition you're going up against and and what and how their program is even built, right? Then you go to the best program in college, Alabama, you have success there, and you win a Heisman. Now you're in the NFL. Uh, I don't expect him to regress and take steps back, but I do expect the NFL to catch up to him. Yeah. And so what is he going to do to to adjust to that? What is he going to do to continue to elevate his game despite his frame being at five foot 10, 195 pounds? Hopefully he'll continue to do that. He's shown that he's done it so far and hopefully he'll continue to do that and um, and just become a, a, even greater of a player. Well, he was drafted number one overall. Their second round pick, Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver out of Ole Miss. Maybe he can develop into being that number one wide receiver that the Carolina Panthers so desperately need. Here's Steve Smith evaluating the second-round pick for the Carolina Panthers. He's 222 pounds, yeah, and his fluidity is a lot better than what I expected. I thought he was a stiff guy. I want to get in and out some breaks. He's very physical. He's very humble. Southern kid who isn't really going to say anything, but he's going to get in your hips a little bit and let you know I'm not no average rookie and you're not going to punk me. So I, right. I really love that. He kind of has this, he's he's going to look at you. You may say something to him, he'll look at you. And you're kind of like, man, he's kind of 
it's kind of rough around the edges because he will not respond. He'll just kind of give you the head now like, okay. I'm here with Coach Pete from Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, what is the ideal time to shift to retirement planning? Yeah, I think the minute you start working, you need to start thinking about retirement. It's very important as you approach retirement to make sure you have all your ducks in a row. So we spend a lot of time. I'm a retirement income certified professional. I am trained to put together a lifetime income plan. Go ahead and give them a call. Capital Financial Advisory Group, 800-691-3215. Make sure they know you heard about it right here on The Drive or text TIM to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600-700. All right, so that's the evaluation. Rough around the edges, Steve Smith, right? Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. I'm 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 hoping that this this young Mingo tandem is a tandem that we see for ten straight years in this Panthers organization that that blossoms together and kind of like I'm not saying they're going to be be this, but like we saw with Marvin Harrison and and, and Peyton Manning for yeah. a long time, or Reggie Wayne Peyton Manning, something along those lines, where that and- that 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 one that number one wide receiver and that quarterback just partner together for a long time. And to go back to this, um, you know, again, you don't know if the Carolina Panthers have a number one on their uh, wide receiver on their roster or not. And the way Steve Smith is talking about Jonathan Mingo, he didn't say this, but he's sounding like he's expecting Jonathan Mingo to at least become maybe at least a a, a solid number two. Yeah. And then we don't know what what Terrace Marshall could end up uh, growing into as well. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. But either way, uh, this team, no matter where they're at, uh, no matter what position you play, they are set up for success because there are great coaches in every position, uh, and, a, and especially starts at the top where uh, these young players can potentially grow into something that's really great. It'll be very interesting to see where this team is three years from now if they can keep most of this in place. Number two. And I don't even care who number two is. So it appears the Carolina Hurricanes are going to be trading back for Tony D'Angelo. That was a bit of a snag, though, because of a a rule in the collective bargaining agreement, Chris. So Tony D'Angelo, for those who may not remember, played for the Carolina Hurricanes in 2021-2022 on a one-year contract. They weren't able to come to terms on a contract extension, D'Angelo and the Canes. So they traded his rights to the Philadelphia Flyers for three draft picks, a second, a third, and a fourth. Flyers signed him to a two-year contract, plays last season. They get a new general manager. They're looking to clean house. Well, they're looking to trade him back to the Carolina Hurricanes, where the Carolina Hurricanes only have to pay half his salary, and only half his salary of his $5 million per year only counts against the, the Carolina Hurricanes. But because of a weird CBA rule, he might not be able to get traded until July 9th. Because you can't go be traded back to a team within 12 months of having been traded away from them. Uh, for, that makes sense, Chris. So you have to wait a full 12 months, which was July 9th last year, is when he got dealt to Philadelphia. But it appears Tony D'Angelo might be on his way back to Carolina. Yeah. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, how all of that kind of shakes out. And uh, me and you were talking about that, you know, this earlier in the show mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of different times that the fact that this could potentially happening uh, could be happening could also be uh indicative of Brett Pesci yes not being a part of the Carolina Hurricanes in the future Brett Pesci yep. has one year left on his contract we talked about this either last week or the week before where it was rumored that the Canes could potentially 
decide to move on if they can't work out an extension this offseason. Um, and so to uh, to go after uh, Tony D'Angelo at this spot, to be have a, that backlog, that jam of right-handed defensemen, mm-hmm. um, kind of shows right there that maybe one is going to potentially be on their way out. And so you think that maybe that person is uh, Brett Pesci just simply based off of where he is at his contract right now. So it'll be very interesting to see how everything ends up shaking out. Also, it's very interesting that Tony D'Angelo, with all of his uh, issues that he's had in the past, whether mm-hmm. it was the racial slur in juniors, the issues he had with uh, the, the New York Rangers, uh, he had a kind of a down year yes, last year. It seems like he he works better as a Carolina Hurricane. Yeah. So it would be interesting also to watch what this upcoming season will look like for him stat-wise um, if he does end up becoming a Carolina Hurricane and seeing if this ends up being his permanent home just simply because it just seems like he he works here. So if the Carolina Hurricanes do get him, it'll basically be like a one-year rental, $2.5 million a year. Now, long-term, we'll see what happens in terms of um, what he's able to bring to the organization if they want to keep him after this upcoming season. But as soon as I saw this was a potential deal, Chris, that this this deal was being moved, instantly first thing that popped in my head was, yeah, Brett Pesci's on the go. Because you don't trade for another right-handed defenseman where you already have Brent Burns, Brett Pesci, and Jalen Chatfield as your three right-handed defensemen, one, two, three in your lineup. You don't trade for another guy like that if one of them isn't on the move. You're not trading away Brent Burns because he still has two more years left on his contract. You're not trading him away. Jalen Chatfield is the cheaper option. He makes under a million dollars this year, and he is due for a contract extension. Brett Pesci has the most value, and you might have to move him, slide Jalen Chatfield up to play alongside Brady Shea, which I think he definitely can do, and that's a comp- that's a compliment to, to what we saw from Jalen Chatfield. But Tony D'Angelo, third-pair defenseman, quarterback's a second power play unit, in terms of the value of that at just $2.5 million, that's a great value, and that's a great deal for the Carolina Hurricanes. But, again, yes. it might be the expense of, expense of Brett Pesci on the go, but because of the value that Brett Pesci has in terms of his abilities uh, offensively and his penalty-killing ability and a top-four right-handed defenseman, you might be able to get a team to send you back a top-six forward. That guy that can score goals yeah. for a team that needs defensive help might be willing to part with a goal scorer, and that's what Carolina can get out of this potentially in the long term. So Carolina doesn't agree to get Tony D'Angelo if they don't have an agreement already to send out Brett Pesci. We might see that here in the coming days potentially. All right, let's get to our top story. On average, people spend over a third of their life sleeping, yet most sleep disorders go undiagnosed. I'm Megan Gigling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sleep struggles left untreated can lead to health problems and have a serious effect on your quality of life. We've served the triangle for 20 years. Let us help you get the sleep you've been dreaming of. If you're in need of a sleep study, a knowledgeable doctor, CPAP machine, or supplies, Parkway has you covered. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep sound health are you ready to buy or sell your home the jim allen group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the triangle dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs with the latest insights and expert market knowledge they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible don't wait head over to jimallen.com and start your next move today that's jimallen.com 
The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. Speaking of the Carolina Hurricanes, Chris, our captain's back. That's right. Our captain, Jordan Stahl, is back. Let's go. Four-year contract extension, average annual value, so $2.9 million per year for the four years of the contract. So slightly under half of what he was making previously at $6 million a year. But Jordan Stahl did talk to the media yesterday. This news again dropped yesterday morning. What was it like? Why was it important for him to sign this deal with Carolina and essentially finish out his career as a hurricane? It's where I wanted to be. Um, and um, we got, I feel like we've got some unfinished business and I'm just super excited to be part of this organization and um, this group of guys and um, just just everything everything about it just fit exactly what I wanted to, to finish off my career with. So I'm excited about it and um, it's going to be... Uh, Give me a lot of fun and a lot of uh, a lot of good future memories. Yeah, this is what you needed if you're the Carolina Hurricanes. Yep. Um, you know, last week it was uh, being reported that the Canes and Jordan Stall were at an impasse when it came down to their contract talks. Um, and if if that were the case, then you know a lot of folks were starting to think, well, what if what would happen if they needed to move on? And you know, there's no doubt that I think the Canes would have been able to find uh, somebody to you know be a good captain somebody who can uh, fill his spot otherwise, and they could be fine without him. But you don't want to just be fine mm-hmm. without somebody. You want to you be uh, running at your optimal level. And to be running at your optimal level right now with the Carolina Hurricanes, that means you need to have Jordan Stahl as your captain to basically be that second in command uh, to, uh, to uh, head coach Rod Brendamore, right? To be that extension of the head coach yep. on the ice and uh, in the locker room, and it gives you the bit, the best chance of, of success, the best chance of winning, and the best chance of, of bringing this team together that's going to have some new faces and some new pieces as they're trying to uh, win a championship next season. Yeah, he wasn't going anywhere. Let's call it what it is. That dude was not going anywhere. I know some people were like, wow, well, that impasse. Nah, Jordan Stahl said he wants to be here. Carolina wasn't going to let that dude walk anywhere at all uh jordan stall also did talk about again he's in the latter part of his career and i'm, I'm assuming he's going to play out this final four years and that that's going to be it but his role with the team might be changing and this is something that jordan stall spoke about earlier yesterday about what his role might look like moving forward well, i would love more ice time for sure <laughs> i mean uh um, maybe a little power play time would be great my role could change that way too but no i'm just kidding but uh, well, yeah it's it, uh we'll see how it goes obviously it's a year by year and um, it's game by game. It's how it's, it's always been. And, um, you know, obviously, um, uh, we have a really good team. We have a lot of really good players and you need that to win. And, um, I'm going to fit in wherever I need to fit in. And I feel like I've done that last few years and, uh, especially, and, um, just accepted my role and, and, and really just try to help the team and try to help the fellows, uh, play at the best of their abilities and, um, and win games. And that's all I'm, that's all I'm here for. Gotta love an unselfish captain, Chris. Gotta absolutely love it. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. 
I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. 